This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we are diving deep into My Hero Academia Season 6, Episode 25, titled No Man is an Island. and welcome to that anime podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure i'm your host jordo and here with me as always are my co-hosts and ken the baby brother brennan and the oldest brother colton today we're talking my hero academia season 6 episode 25 with a very strange name of a title no man is an island this was the season 6 finale um, at the end of this episode, we're also going to be talking about the finale for, and I guess just the entire season one for Blue Lock. So continue listening, or you can skip ahead to that. We'll have it timestamped. But brothers, what's going on with you, Brennan? Go ahead and lead us off. Uh, not a whole lot. I uh, One anime, besides the two that we're talking about today, um, I finally got Darby to watch One Punch Man. So we watched... <laughs> Seasons one and two, we already we finished it in like four or five days, probably. Nice. But there's not that many episodes. There's only twelve per season, so it's pretty quick watch. Had to watch yeah. it on Hulu though, because I really wanted to see the English dub, just so that she could get the humor the right way. Yeah, <laughs> or it's just easier, <laughs> I think, that way. But yeah, she's always been one of those anti One Punch Man people, just because he didn't look cool. And there ain't no romance in it. But I was like, shit, I swear you'll like it. So, <laughs> got her the first few episodes in, and yeah, she ended up, she liked it a lot. And I was, I, I liked watching it again, too. It's a good, high-quality anime. Shit, yeah, the second season is, I don't know why everybody hates on it, but the second season is, is still freaking good. I was kind of thinking that it's a good anime, but I feel like you have to have seen some anime to really appreciate it. Like, I don't think it's a good jump-in point. Like, I think you could jump in and, and like it. But I just feel like if you see an anime and know the tropes from, like, you know, battle anime or shonen, and then watch it, I think you can appreciate it a little bit more. It literally, other than Dragon Ball Z and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, it's the first anime I ever watched. Yeah. Go back. I, you've, probably, you've watched it more than once, so I just say, like, go back. Like, just every, everything's a trope. Like, they got, they got a little satire for everything that anime has ever, ever done in there. Oh, yeah. So did you finally learn what his hero name is? No, I didn't in season two. Really? Maybe it is just in the manga then. They don't tell you in season two. They don't. T- yeah, they tell you oh. in the manga. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> okay, that just, okay. The only one they suddenly drop is a demon cyborg for Genos. Oh, okay, okay. They may. Okay, well, they may. Glad I never said it. They may say it in season two, like as just like a nickname, but. I don't think that's yeah, he's not it's never been official. He says like the something baldy, but yeah, I've never heard. There it is. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> no, that's not it. Are you sure? <laughs> that's not Lord? official. Yeah, I'm sure that's not it. The what am I thinking so, of? Well, we don't want to say it on the air because yeah. it's a pretty big spoiler. Well, that's what he says. Say it in the anime. That's what he says in season two, or like even in season one, where he thinks he could potentially get a nickname. 
he like assumed that his would be something baldy. I can't remember. And then later <laughs> in season two, he says it again, like alluding to like that could potentially be his. But you know, with Genos, someone like the first time we heard it, somebody literally called him Demon Cyborg, and that's how they kind of revealed it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I won't <clears throat> argue, but I'm pretty sure. That's. Nah, it's close, but that ain't it. It ain't, well, no, it ain't yeah. no explosion, murder, death god. No. No, it ain't. Brennan's close, I'll just say that. He's just missing a word. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. He says something like, it's something with Baldy, but I can't remember what like what they call it. But yeah, it's something yeah. like that. <laughs> it's funny. Well, I'm glad that Darby liked it. It's freaking... I, I can't wait for the new season to come out, because that's one of the mangas that I've been reading weekly. Yeah, I read it too. It's free, it's getting good, but anything else? How was the you guys had your honeymoon this week? Brennan was as everybody listened last week, you know, Brennan got married. And so he, that's why he wasn't on the episode last week, but how was the the honeymoon the week? How's the good. week one of marriage been? Yeah. More I mean, it's been different. Feels different just cuz you know, you got the titles, but you know, we've we've been living together and stuff, had this house together, so not as far as day to day, not nothing big changes you know but it feels a little bit different and then uh honeymoon was good the very last night of the honeymoon is when we started one punch man oh nice yeah we're heading back yeah well there's only like 10 episodes in each season right it's 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 like not a lot of content yeah 12 12, 24 total so one season of my hero or blue lock divide you know demon slayer yeah well, Demon Slayer's nice. not even that long anymore these days. Only the first season was. True. True. Had the most content. All right, well, since we're not talking about Blue Lock, that's pretty much all you watch then, right, Brennan? Yeah. I was we're going to talk about Blue Lock at the end. Trying to find something else, you know, but I haven't had time to start anything yet. Need to finish Fire Force. I've been watching Kaguya-sama Love is War. It's... It- it's funny as hell. Yeah. I'm already on season three now. And I'm pretty sure that the voice actor for the main guy is in some other stuff. He's an English voice actor, but I can't. I don't want to look up who it is. He is. You'll rec- if, once, if you did, you would know. You'd like, oh, yeah, I yeah, recognize I it, but I'm like, ah. Speaking of voice actors, I don't know if, Jordan, you probably never watched One Punch Man season two in English, have you? No, I did not. Because, yeah, I watched it as it aired before, so it was uh, but. JYB, can you guess what character he played in season two? Is it's not Garou, is it? It's not Garou, but uh, somebody who's also it, pretty. Is main. it Bomb? No, it's he's new to season two, but you may not remember him. But you may remember like oh, is it Suryu? Yeah, he's Suryu. Oh hell yeah, he's one of my favorite characters <laughs> from season two. <laughs> he has some hurt. He has some blood curdling scre- screams too. Yeah, he did a good job. Somebody reason- fucking help me! <laughs> yeah, the reason yeah. I he's, the he's reason the I caught guy. is because when he was grunting, I was like, sounded like Ichigo, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Yep, <laughs> JY." Isn't there a single hero out there that could help me kill this guy? <laughs> Hell yeah, that's fucking great! Now I got to go watch season two of One Punch just to hear JYB hit that note. Yep, he did his usual work, top notch. Good, good for him. We got to have him on the podcast soon. Yeah, I'm sure he has the time. <laughs> I've re- well, I, you know, I reached out to him, but he still never messaged me back. So 
He's probably pretty busy. <laughs> you should t- <laughs> message him back. Don't act like you're not busy, but Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Colton, what you been watching? Uh, you know, the same. Uh, My Hero, Blue Lock. Or, um, some of the other weeklies. Um, I'm trying to catch up on Boruto because uh, it's almost officially, well, it's not caught up with the manga, but the anime has finished. Today was the last episode it aired for the part one. And, yeah, uh, so I heard it's pretty good. And there's another few rom-coms I'm watching, like, uh, that are over now, too. Because it's basically the end of this, the winter season. So the spring uh, new animes should be starting up here quick in the next few weeks. I didn't think the spring lineup looked that heat, but we'll see. There's nothing like super fire that I can think of. It's this summer that's going to be the fire. It, I think if you, I mean, I guess if you read manga, like a lot of manga, you're hyped for this anime getting adapted. But to me, it's just like a bunch of ones I haven't heard of. So I'm sure there's going to be some good ones, but you know, nothing. I saw like, I've seen some posts and stuff of what's coming out. Some of them look decent. I just haven't heard of a lot of them. So I'll have to find some diamonds in the rough. Shit, you making those blue lock references, kid? Yeah. Diamond <laughs> after the for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, my diamonds in the rough. Damn, I can't wait to talk talk about that shit. But I know I got some shit yeah. to say. But yeah, I had, man, I kind of. Well, well, I'll say it once we get there. I yeah, save it, save it. Yeah, we want to. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> We desperately want to talk about Blue Lock, but you're going to have to wait until the end of this episode. Or you can time skip there, but then you're you're going to want to hear this My Hero Academia talk we've got, yeah, too. Yeah, because they had some big news this in shit here. was good. I was wondering if they were going to reveal something in this season of, well, we'll talk about it, too, but if they were actually going to reveal, uh, yeah, something. The United States of America's number one hero, Stars yeah. and Stars Stripes. And stripes. <laughs> Star and Stripe, yeah. <laughs> I was she's wonder- got some freaking some all might energy for sure well if you read the manga i won't say i'll just say it's not really a spoiler but she was a big fan and she based a lot of her look off all might well she calls him she already alludes to that she calls yeah. him master she says yeah. my master's in trouble there's no right. no sense in hesitating because when yeah she was a lot younger when she first met all might but yeah she basically like considers him like one of his tutor her tutors and I'm going to go out on a limb here and just guess. And if I'm right, we can look this up later. But if I'm right about this, it just goes to show that my experience in watching anime has leveled me up. I'm calling that she, in the little lines that she had, Stars and Stripes, I'm betting she's the same exact voice actor that played Mirko. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. And with that, I will look it up right now. But I couldn't Colton, tell you. Continue with your anime news. I couldn't tell you either. Not for voice acting, at least. Colton, go ahead and go with the anime news. Oh, I'll look sorry. this up. All right, let me get it pulled up here. All right. I don't know how. I think it's called Mashley. Magic and muscles. This is one I'm probably gonna watch. A uh, new key visual released ep- released episode one will broadcast on April seventh. It's basically like Harry Potter world and anime, but the main character he has no magic. He's all brawn, 
so they think he has magic like superpowers, but he's just all muscle. It black actually looks Clover pretty good. Like, it's like Black Clover. Yeah, yeah. in a way, it's like kind of like Black Clover. But uh, it looks pretty good. I've I've mentioned this in past news. Shoot, it's been a few months, but check it out. Hopefully, it'll stream on Crunchyroll. I'm gonna watch it if I can. Uh, we got some big news on Solo Leveling, the anime. It's been confirmed. The anime television. They were hoping it'd be this year. But it looks like it's gonna series will begin broadcasting in January 2024. So people were hoping early or late this year, I guess, super late, like towards the end of the year. So it's gonna be the beginning of next year, which is all right. I don't want them to rush it. Depend, showing how considering fans are really wanting to see how this show turns out. Um, there is a new trailer for it though. I did watch the trailer. It does look pretty good. It's by A1 Pictures, same studio as a uh, Sword Art. Um, the trailer looks good though. All right, I was wrong about the voice actors. So, oh. is it the girl? Just goes to show how little I know. It ain't the girl from Attack on Titan. The the captain is. with the eye patch. It is the same girl who plays Hanji. That's who I was gonna take a guess at, just because it had that deep voice. She also voiced Edward Elric. <laughs> wow. I've never I've only heard but Edward in English mostly, so Same. Yeah. Same. I watched it later. But go ahead, Colton. Um the, the as you know, uh So the Leveling, it's a what did I say? It's a Korean what do yeah, they call it? Yeah, it's like those? a Korean manhwa. Yeah, manhwa. It's not a manga a manhwa, yeah. It's a Korean manhwa, but it's being adapted as a Japanese, so in the man wall, his name is Sung Jin Woo. His name will be changed to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher it like I always do, is Mishino Shun or Shun. So basically people are going to be calling him Shun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wasn't Song Woo the, the evil dude from from Squid Game? Sung yeah, Jin Sung Woo. Woo. <laughs> Sung Woo is the one, the one with glasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's his real name in the man wall, Sung Jin Woo. But they're going to be calling him oh, okay. Sung Jin. Mishino Shun or Shun. That's what his name's going nice. to be in the anime. So we'll be watching that for sure. We'll probably do reviews on it. Oh, yeah. Um, Since we're talking about it, My Hero Academia Season 7 has been officially announced in the latest weekly Shonen Jump. They, do, they did announce it after the anime premiered in uh, Japan, after the final episode. They don't do it on Crunchyroll, but it has been they confirmed. They did it. I saw it. They did it on Crunchyroll. I saw it. Yeah. It said to be continued end. in Season oh, 7. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. They did. Like anybody thought yes. it wasn't going to get continued, but... <laughs> right, I mean, yes, it is confirmed. Season 7 is coming, so probably next year sometime, 2024. Yeah, uh, no surprise there. As you know, they had the big reveal. They revealed Star and Stripe. She's a big... Plays a major role here in the, in the upcoming series of uh, Season 7, so we'll be looking forward to seeing her. Especially if coming with the, those jets too. Yeah, especially what are those jets if you. Gonna do? I don't do shit, but <laughs> but she's big store, big show in the the manga. So, um, Verbroni Kenshin remake. They're gonna call it Samurai X. Begins on July twenty twenty three. So, you getting, sure it's not just Samurai and the X is just there, like Hunter <laughs> X Hunter? I don't know if it's just called Samurai. <laughs> probably just gonna call it Verbroni Kenshin. 
But it's coming back in July, so we'll be watching that. Or Brennan will probably. He used to watch that. I don't one. know. It's always I. I always felt like growing up, I watched it because I th- I thought Kenshin looked cool and it had like cool concepts. You know, Toe the Manslayer. It's just it never. It was never as good as I thought it should be. Even trying to go back as an adult and watch it, and then I even yeah. watched the live action. So hopefully it's good. Maybe it's just. I mean, it's got all it's got all the pieces there to be great. Just for me, it was never as good as I wanted it to be in my head. Yeah, I never actually finished it. I've watched it, but never in its entirety. I, I this reminds me. Speaking of like watching old anime, I talked about this last week. Since Brennan's here, though, Brennan, I watched the fir- whole first season of Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, it's like you thirty you something the first episodes. episodes. They go to the island <laughs> and everything, and have those star bracelets. Yep, he yeah. they yeah. I watched the whole first season, and it was filled with nostalgia. But more than anything, one thing I noticed is they never explain the rules of the game really, and every character draws the exact same cards almost every duel. Well, yeah, they got to get the good. They got to get the recognizable monsters out there. Like Yugi, Yugi uses Celtic Guardian, <laughs> Summoned Skull, and Crimson Dragon. And Pot, Pot of, of Greed. Greed. Dark that was you were going to say, Colton. Every... Pot, Pot, of... yeah. Pot, Pot, Pot of Greed. Pot of Greed. Pot of Greed. That's not how, how it works. Yes, it is. That's not how it works. Yes, it is. Pot of Greed. Have you heard that? Have you seen that thing, Jordan? <laughs> no. Some dude's <laughs> dueling, and he keeps replaying Pot of Greed. And he's like, which allows you to draw three more cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps doing it. And he lays down like six <laughs> monsters. He goes, you can't do that. He goes, yes, I can. <laughs> Pot of greed. <laughs> and he uses a card, which he goes, and I use this, tell us which allows me to use Pot of Greed. <laughs> Jordan, is, really that the, is, hilarious. Is, that Ka- is that the season where Kaiba threatens to kill himself before he loses the yeah, he <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you won't do it, Yugi. You're either going to have to kill my monster and risk the chance of sending me over the edge. Or you skip your turn and my blue eyes white dragon destroys your Celtic guardian. <laughs> Shit's Yugi's, pretty dark. Yugi's like, you think you think I'll hesitate? Go, Celtic guardian! And then young Yugi inside of him is like, no, don't do it! And that's where they start to not trust each other. And they go through that sad boy stage where he doesn't want to duel anymore because he couldn't, tr- he couldn't control the, the dueling side of him from the Millennium Puzzle. It got a little cheesy, but it it's just a it, it's a, a funny show because it's all centered around dueling, but they don't ever explain the rules of how it works. It's just basically however they need the battle to go, they're going to make it work that way. Yeah, I mean, we figured that out as kids just trying to play the actual game. Just yeah. fucking made no sense because if whoever, basically whoever went first, if they pulled out a blue eyes, they were winning the whole match. <laughs> well, the only people that have a blue eyes is Kaiba. I know, but everybody, but every, I'm talking about in real life as kids, like everybody had yeah. like four blue eyes in their deck. Like shit, we all had like five each just because you buy the Kaiba starter deck, you get three every time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was nice hearing Pegasus say, the blue eyes, white what? dragon. He was all, <laughs> Pegasus was all about turning them tune though. He was all about that tune town shit. He's like, yeah, he blue was. eyes, tune dragon. <laughs> yep. He loved them tunes. But anyway, sorry to digress. I just had to mention that I've been watching some Yu-Gi-Oh. But go on, Colton. Sorry. All right. We got an official date. 
Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 will begin broadcasting on July 6th, 2023. So Ooh. this summer. It's coming up quick. I've already been seeing hey, some shit yeah. like uh, I, on TikTok, people like analyzing the animation. It's yeah, I guess Gojo's eyes going with, like, already. It's going with like a simpler art style. I don't know, but looked yeah, okay to they, me. But I saw one that was about Gojo's eye, like season one, then season two, and they're like, oh shit. Yeah, but but we've already got some news about it. They said season two is basically going to be about Gojo's time when he was in school, a younger age with a yeah. what's his name. So, uh, I'll save that. Um, Horamiya, new Alan, new another new anime. I watched season one; it's on Crunchyroll. New anime television announced for July, so we're getting a season two. I'll be watching it. It is a good uh rom com story, so. Uh, ReZero season three officially announced. Um, it was yeah, announced boy. in Anime Japan 2023. It looks like it's gonna be. We didn't get a date, but it is officially announced. It is coming. Um, I saw that. Can't freaking wait. And this is some good news as well. Blue Lock Anime Television Series has been renewed for a second season, so we are getting it. We're even Not getting surprised, a, but yeah, we also are getting a spin-off movie. If they didn't, we're gonna get a spin-off series of movie called Episode Nagi, where we get to it's uh, it's getting a film adaption. So we're gonna get to know Nagi's perspective as he went through Blue Lock. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, because they they did a they did a a manga on Nagi where it's just like a one shot, you know. But they're gonna make yeah. it probably like a one hour a one hour movie. About how he goes through it. It'll probably be like land versus air, high Q. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Or just something. It'll probably be that match that we missed. I'm assuming after they lost. Uh, I don't want to spoil, but you know which match I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Spy season or Spy Family season two has been confirmed and to begin rebroadcasting in October 2023. And they've also announced an anime film which were released in December in Japan. So it looks like we're getting a movie as well. Here's another yeah. one. We're getting some good news. Uh, Mushoko Tensai. New trailer has been released. And we are getting it this summer. July 2020-23. Season 2. Okay. So summer's pretty much going to be the bangers of this month. This summer, so... A lot of summer shows coming out, which I'm good excited for. Um, the Devil is a Part Timer season three will begin broadcasting in July. So yeah, looks like summer's the... taking July. Jeez, that's yeah, that's the time. Okay, sorry. Um, Suzume, the movie from uh Mashoto Shinkai. Um, it'll be hitting theaters April fourteenth. In Japan so, or America? Um. Thinking July, so hopefully we get it not too soon after. So yeah, his new film is finally shit. coming out. Yeah, if Open we can go night. see it, we should all see it. Yeah. And finally, here is your top ten anime of week twelve, which is probably the final week. Number one, the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Two, Tomo Chan is a girl. Three. The Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Four, My Hero Academia Season 6. Five, Blue Lock. Six, Buddy Daddies. 
7, The Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague. 8, Bungo Stray Dog Season 4. 9, Vinland Saga Season 2. And 10, Near Automata Version 1.1a. Those are your top 10 anime for week 12. And that's all the news I have. Dang, I'm only watching two of those on that list. Yeah, I am watching Vinland Saga too. Vinland Saga. It's pretty good. I got a killer opening song for it. No, 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 no. It's called The River. <laughs> nice. That's about Vikings, right? I got I got yeah. recommended to watch that. Yeah, it's about Vikings. All right, well, should we dive into this My Hero episode? Yeah. All right, well, I've actually got notes today, boys, so we can go deep into this, baby. Episode synopsis according to Crunchyroll for episode 25 of season 6 titled No Man is an Island. Which, let's first talk about this this title. No Man is an Island. Did they say that in the episode or what is what is this? It's just because like, Deku was trying to do it all by himself. Remember, it even goes back to the other vestiges in him. Like, if he needs anything right now, it's his friends to be beside him. Or to go with him, like, it's just a metaphor for Deku trying to be, a, like, separate himself from everybody he thought was right, even All Might. And that's that's basically what it is, and then it's saying, like, nah, you're not an island, like, so he's not by himself anymore. Okay. A.K.A. the end of the Dark Deku arc. Yeah, I know. It sucks, but I'm glad he's got his smile back. Shit, they... I don't know. Maybe, maybe if everybody didn't blow the shit up out of this, the Dark Deku arc, <laughs> like it was good. It was it a good short. arc. It was good, but yeah, it seemed short, and it wasn't like it wasn't that. He wasn't that dark. He was dark for like two episodes. I just, <laughs> I still think the first half of the season was better than the Dark Deku arc. I agree personally, like where they were doing all the fights and shit. But not that the Dark Deku arc was bad. I just think like. I think I just bought into the hype too much. Like I started believing the gas that people were pumping. You know, right. well, that's the thing. These, <laughs> these manga readers think it's like so, such an amazing thing, and then they finally get there in the anime, it it just kills the mood for everybody else watching it. Who doesn't? Yeah, and, necessarily and I'm not trying to. We made a lot of jokes about the Dark Deku arc, but like it was, it's a solid arc for sure, and it's yeah. probably one, probably one of the better ones. But I just like. You know, like I said, I bought into it, and I was like, "Damn, this shit's about to be this shit's about to be some of the best shit I've seen." You know, but yeah. it was just it was it's just you know it's my hero. It's good. You know, pretty much all of my heroes good, even their worst. So, yeah, I mean, the lovely lady Nagant basically stole the show during the Dark Deku arc. She was like the main fight. Lady Nagant. All right, here's the episode synopsis. <clears throat> As Izuku tries to rest and recover back at UA with his classmates, All Might has an encounter with Stain that leads to new information about Shigaraki and All for One. This this episode started off hot. So it starts with All Might picking up Deku's mouthpiece, or like his face cover for his hero suit, near the All Might statue in Town Square. Not sure where this is, but it's where the All Might statue with the fist throwing up in the air is. Uh, the ice from Todoroki throwing up his ice wall to stop Deku, it's all still there, but it's slowly melting away from all the rain. At first, I was like, what is all this shit everywhere? I'm like, oh, it's the ice. Um, all Might's thinking to himself, 
When your disciple was having a hard time, you couldn't do anything for him. Or at least I thought he was thinking this, but I guess he said it out loud. Instead, I'm just holding my disciple, my disciple back. Oh, all might. He starts walking away, and then out of nowhere, Stain runs up behind him, puts a blade up to All Might's throat. Did you guys think he was going to kill him right away, or were you like, "There's no way"? Because no. I never thought there was a chance. He'd yeah, kill well, him. he always yeah. respected him too. Like he never wanted, he never really wanted to kill All Might. Yeah, and that he would considered just, yeah, All Might was, a true hero back in the day. Yeah, there I don't was, know if he does now. There was zero chance that his throat was getting slit right there. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Stain, his quirk, they, they give us his quirk, it's called Blood Curdle. <laughs> <laughs> and he says to All Might, is that blasphemy against a hero? Take it back, fool. All Might says, hero killer Stain, when I was an active hero, you never showed yourself. I never thought we'd meet like this after so long. Stain says, what are you saying? No, you're not All Might. All Might's like, I don't blame you for not believing me. He transforms into uh, his big self for a second, then coughs up blood. And he's like, well, are you going to kill me? Stain still can't believe it. He says, no, you're not All Might. You fake. This is a sacred ground for a hero. Who are you to impersonate a hero here? Why do you claim to be All Might? Tell me. This is when we get the flashback of All Might as a person before he had powers, how he could never stop trying to help, even though he was powerless. Um... And that's basically just to lead us into what Stain's about to convince All Might of. Stain grabs All Might, hides him behind a giant ice wall, and he's like, perfect timing. And girl walks up, and All Might's like, who is this? And he's like, it's the last girl you saved. And I remember this girl because I rewatched season one. She's uh, She was basically caught in between some buildings whenever all for one destroyed the place like their their big fight he saved her yeah they showed it in this Stain- episode too yeah yeah she says don't lose all might please help so every day she comes and she cleans off all the graffiti and i don't know what they're doing to the statue people come by every day i guess to just what do they call that when the you anti- go the anti-hero vandalize uh, vandalize yeah <laughs> People just, these vandals are coming out every day to re-vandalize this thing, and she comes out every day to unvandalize it, which is, you know, devotion. She had a little quirk, too. She had, yeah, like, like, little balloons growing under yeah. her. Something like that. Those are the kind of quirks I like to see, just those every day, just how people would implement ones that aren't really built for being a hero, that they just, just like, <laughs> used, to do, used to do regular shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was she making? Maybe like she's related balls? to the... It, look they like look like s- snowballs or balloons. You just Bubbles grew them underneath her and it raised her up. Yeah. Stain says, no matter what happened, All Might smiled as he sacrificed himself for the people. They didn't have anything to do with his power. The person called All Might could, ne- could only live like that. People praised the conviction that engraved in his soul. Someone like you has no right to talk about All Might. Look at that woman. Results. This is a process. The buried embers that he left behind stand up to the wind and rain, getting passed among a few people and is developing into a new, large fire. So we cannot let that fire go out. As long as we are alive, even if we struggle in an unseemly way, we have to keep stoking that fire. 
And I noted this would have been a great part to show that that clip of All Might hovering around the embers, trying to protect the last of his power. <laughs> but they didn't. I don't know why they didn't do that. It was a perfect time talking about stoking the flames and protecting the embers that he built. But it was pretty cool to see Stain hype up All Might here. Especially considering how he was like villain number one in the OG My Hero Academia. Yeah. All my he starts to cry. Stain starts walking away. And Stain says, The soul of a hero exists only for the sake of others. However, if a god falls to the earth and is given the frail soul of a mortal body. And All Might's like, What? So you've known? How did how could you know? I guess Stain did know that that was All Might the whole time and he said all that stuff to snap him out of his little feeling sorry for himself attitude. Stain says, I do not know you. But if you are a true hero, use that information from Tartarus. And then, come and end me, Stain, who has killed 40 heroes, all for the sake of a more just world. The rain stops, sunshine starts to shine through, opening song plays. And man, did that shit hit extra hard this week, knowing it was the last episode. <laughs> what did you guys think about, about that little opening there? Do you think Stain's gonna get gonna get killed by All Might? No, I think they're just gonna save him. Oh. Not save him. Like he's gonna go back to jail, but I think they're just gonna beat him and he may help, but like it's gonna be the classic like, oh, I have to atone for what I've done. I kinda know. I don't think he ain't gonna just die. <coughs> they're not gonna kill him. Unless he self sacrifices, that could be an option. That's the only yeah. way he's dying, by his own fruition in the court. I kind of know mm. what he goes off and does after this, so I won't say. But yeah, I don't. He, I'll just say he's. I don't think he's dying though. I don't know how far ahead, but I kind of know what happens from where he goes from here. It this this scene was weird because like in this episode you're like, oh, he's really not that bad of a guy. Like he just he just wants a just world. But then you think about it, like he just he killed. 40 in people. The original Ingenium in cold blood. Like the he guy didn't kill wasn't him. doing anything He's wrong. still alive, I'm pretty sure. He just can't he just can't work anymore. Yeah. yeah, but like the the heroes that he did kill were just killed in cold blood, right? Like they weren't yeah. doing anything like I mean heinous. he's killed he's killed more people than Toya. Forty? Yeah. So that's the most we know about from any <laughs> from any murderers in my era. <laughs> that's a lot of that's I mean, a that's lot why, of killed that's heroes. That's why like most of the what is that group called? The villain group? got started it was because of stain yeah, like spinner yeah. like spinner and uh yeah. i mean even freaking toya he was yeah part of that crew and the girl yeah dobby spinner toga, toga, toga. mista compress all right so opening song ends uh and we get the group bath scene which was you know just supposed to be funny Tailman is beefed up, man. Did you guys notice that? His tail was looking thick. Dude, he was <laughs> This guy's been on some protein shakes and like 12 eggs in the morning diet or something cuz he's put on some muscle, dude. <laughs> Monkey. I mean, he don't really Monkey. have a power. Like if I were him, I would be I'd be on some on some PEDs myself, you know, to keep up. I mean, all he's got's a tail, and I'm sure he's a little bit strong, but he might as well juice too. I know. That's the thing, like, when everybody work, like, practices their quirk, is he just, like, over on the side, like, doing just, like, 
some tail pull-ups or something like what's he doing to get stronger i mean it's good like i can see why he's a hero but yeah he's just he's basically just a martial artist with a tail you know so he's got a little a slight edge yeah um charge bolt says most things can be fixed if you just take a bath they're all taking a bath bakugo jumps in he he almost calls deku deku but ends up calling him izuku and he still recognizes him as his rival, and that he still aims on being the number one hero. Um, and I guess Deku—they were implying it that Deku means impossible. And Bakugo says, "I'm not calling you that because impossible is not in my dictionary." <laughs> Even though he's the one that originally named him Deku. <laughs> um, then they all go upstairs, and they're talking about what it's like for Deku to have this one for all quirk. And it's still crazy to me to think that the cat's out of the bag on this. Cause it was like such a huge secret. And now they're just all openly talking about it. Like, yeah, man, if I got that power all of a sudden from being powerless, I'd be breaking my shit all the time too. Uh, Tokoyami, he really needs to speak to Hawks about something. He literally asks to speak to Hawks like three times this episode. What what it could be about, I have no idea. But he's telling everybody to tell Hawks to pick up his dang phone. Uh, Todoroki walks in, telling everyone that they need to let Deku rest. Minata, the grape rush hero, says, Is that pose the actual way you'd walk into a room? Did then you he looks see at cellophane, uh, he's like... <laughs> did you see whatever, what? I can't remember who was, that slapped his head like it was an ass? Oh yeah, <laughs> it like, was cellophane. <laughs> just slapped He's like, yeah. Hey. Oh yeah. I've got that noted later. That shit was funny. That was the funniest part of the episode for me. It's like he just slapped that. That was like an ass. <laughs> Deku says he can't sleep until he apologizes to All Might, which is rightfully so. You were really a dick to him. You made made him literally dive after you trying to give you food that he made for you and fall in the rain in a puddle. Yeah, that shit uh, just didn't make sense out, still looking back. It's it, like... It made no sense. It's like so if someone's like someone's hand, if you down and out and been grinding, and someone's offering you a burrito bowl from Chipotle, you might as well take the damn thing. I guess it's kind of like the you remember those old movies where you're like trying to the owner's trying to get rid of their dog and they're like mean to it, like get out of here, yeah, go, go on, go on, like, get. <laughs> you like throw rocks at it and shit to yeah. make you think, make it think you don't love it anymore, so it goes away. <laughs> He was trying to go with that route. Just be mean to All Might. Maybe he'll think I don't love him anymore and he'll stop trying to help me. But All Might shows up. They both apologize to each other. All Might says, The day of the battle is probably coming soon. Sorry for causing you worry. I won't go into detail, but we've gotten information. We'll have some answers soon. We will need everyone we have. Even me. I'm limited with what I can do with this body. But even so, they're all going to fight together. Tokoyami tells All Might, "Hey, tell Hawks to message me back." All Might says, "I will." What? So, what did? What do you guys think, Tokoyami? Later in the episode, he just says that he's worried about Hawks, but like, dude, clearly Hawks is okay. Do you think that they're foreshadowing something to us here? Yeah, I wouldn't really call it. I don't know if you call it foreshadowing. I think they're just dropping a breadcrumb, like, "Hey, he's going to tell him something, or he knows something that he can only tell Hawks." But I don't, I don't know. I feel like foreshadowing, they got to, like, give us something to what we could possibly know what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more so just, like, blatant saying, like, eventually he's going to talk to him. 
It's not, no, it's not, okay, it's I, not quite just, as clever as actual foreshadowing. This just popped into my head. Maybe, maybe Tokoyami is actually twice and twice wants to talk to Hawks. And they got Tokoyami tied up in a, a broom closet somewhere with light, all the lights on to weaken his power. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's got to be some reason why they want to talk to Hawks. And I know Dob or not Dobby, twice. I know he ain't dead. He's somewhere. But, um, or maybe, maybe Hawks suspects that twice is alive somehow and he wants to talk to Hawks about it. Uh, Jiro gives a speech about how it's just like the school festival and all they need to do is bring more than just smiles back to people's faces. They need to reassure them that everything's going to be okay and that they can believe in them. Uh, this is whenever Minata is still copying Todoroki's express expressions and this is when Cellophane slaps him in the balls but it doesn't phase him. <laughs> that part was funny. And it's crazy how much cooler Cellophane can... Not cellophane. Mineta can look just by changing the shape of his eyes. Um, Deku says, or Jiro says, let's not just get it back. Let's make things better than before. Let's all go together. Go beyond. Plus ultra. Uh, okay, now the rest of this episode is pretty much them figuring out their timeline. So they originally thought they had two months from tar the attack on Tartarus to when he would be united with Shigaraki's body. Now, with this new information, they're thinking that it's less. But we get a flashback to one month ago on Tartarus. Inmate number 457459 from cell block D69. He's fucking hype. He's going to be back on the streets. Can't wait to be around some girls. He's literally foaming at the mouth. Out of nowhere, Stane shanks his ass with something. <laughs> Ending this guy's life. <laughs> but can't add him to the list of 40 kills because he's not a hero. Stane's looking for information. He finds a guy who is clinging to something that looked... He said he was clinging to something as if it were a baby to protect. So Stane goes up to try to take it. It was some kind of storage media. And the guy was like, that needs to go to someone just. Stane says, don't worry, I'll pass your conviction to someone just. And the dying man says, Akaguro. That's Stane's name, Chizume Akaguro. Are you a man or a beast? And this was the first time I ever noticed how long his, this man's chin was. I mean, he could stab people with this thing. <laughs> Stane says, I am a beast. Who is on the side of a just world. Which is a pretty fucking cool line if you ask me. Yeah. And then we see Stain. He jumps off Tartarus. Swims all the way to the mainland. And we get this line from him. I don't know what unnamed man. What the unnamed man was trying to protect with his last breaths. Or how much it is worth. That is why I will entrust it to the only man I trust. You must receive this small conviction. That a man held on to his death for the sake of the world because you are the one who started it all. I guess, I guess that's what his love letter to All Might said. So, I'm going to just kind of... All Might gives a really long speech and I don't want to read through this whole thing. 
basically they come up with how they broke out of Tartarus was okay in summary basically this storage media that Stane got from the security guard had on it radio waves that were able to be translated into a conversation between All for One and Shigaraki's thoughts that's how they were able to communicate and sync up and how to pull off the breakout. And by doing this, they actually found out that it would not be two months for the union unionization between Shigaraki and All for One. It will actually be 38 days, which is about three days away from now. So all the research, everything Dr. Garaki said, all of that was all a bluff. The head cop says, we need time. We need time to figure out how we can go up against the league. And this is whenever we go over to UN headquarters and meet some other heroes from other countries. First hero is named Salam. He looks like a pharaoh. We saw him, seen in, the him movie. in one of the movies. Yeah, the yeah. latest movie. He was there. I'm guessing he's from Egypt. <laughs> yeah, Egypt's number one hero, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, Salam. And then we have a, a hero named Big Red Dot. Which would that be? What what country would that be? Uh, I couldn't tell. <laughs> China. Possibly. I can't remember what he looks like. To be honest, Big Red Dot was the lion. Oh, I'm not sure. So, yeah, I don't know either. Lions are only in Africa, so yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't know who. Yeah, his hero named Big Red Dot. And then the American hero, who already took off without permission at the request of All Might, left everything behind without hesitation and riding on the outside of the front of a jet on her way to Japan. Her name is Stars and Stripes. Star for short. And this this bitch is bad. And I can already tell. And yeah, Colton, you're right. Like I even noted, brings heavy All Might vibes. She calls him Master... This this girl's smashing some faces in, like you can you can tell. Yeah. I can't wait to see some fights. I'm surprised. I mean, this is a good thing. I'm surprised that Japanese represented like an actually pretty good looking hero for America. Like you know, because you know, I'm not saying Japan and us have like bad terms, but I'm surprised. But they yeah, they could have made it like a a joke. Right. But they chose to make it a respectable person. Right. Just the only on, thing that's is, just on the, that's just on the mangaka. Yeah, you know, it's whatever, on the manga. Whatever he wanted to but, do. Yeah. 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 She looks like a freaking cool hero. And to be honest, I hope that we get to see more than just her as the heroes. Maybe there's other heroes riding in the jets with her. But I guess it's a big deal, I guess, that they got a re- direct request from All Might. He's a, apparently a hero that's renowned across the world, not just in his country. No. Which makes sense. He was the number one hero in the world, not just Japan. And he's no, done, I think did it, his it work. He did his work study in America. Well, he yeah. did his work study in America, so he's got he's got some pool over there. <laughs> yeah. But there's got to be more countries than just three coming to help. That might have just been the teaser of who they wanted to show. But I'm excited to see what everybody's powers are. Um, we'll go ahead and finish up this, the rest of my notes that I have here. 
So Deku, he has a nightmare, wakes up. He almost blasts Uraraka with Black Whip. Minato's like, dude, put that thing away. He puts it away. <laughs> he said put that black thing away. Or that wiggly <laughs> yeah, thing put away. that black thing away. Deku's like, oh, shit, my bad, y'all. They're all talking about how they're going to fight together from now on. Deku's like, huh, oi. Ending music starts playing. Deku stands up, gives everybody the nod, and he says, the final battle draws near, but strangely, I'm not scared, because everyone from Class A is with me, because my friends are with me. We'll get it back, together, people's smiles, everything, we'll move forward, we'll overcome despair and go beyond. And that, folks concludes season six and closes the curtain on dark deku because his smile is back he's got his friends he's got all might he's got new information on maybe even the whereabouts of shigaraki he's got america's number one hero star coming i mean the things are looking good for our boy yeah it was by far the best season of my hero academia i've ever watched like as a whole, like if I went back and rewatched the season, I bet as a as like a binge, it would probably be a way better experience because we've been watching this shit for twenty five weeks, and one week was a break, so that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's always hard to know here in like five to ten years when I do like a, a proper rewatch, you know, and I'm not don't have it all, you know, in recent memory. I'll would be the real test of what the best, what my favorite arc is. Yeah, it's hard to tell when you're this close to it. We got to give it time to resonate with us. But you guys have any any final thoughts on this season? No, good season. You know, lots of good fights, good reveals, dark Deku. So yeah, another good one in the books. Thanks for everyone that listened yeah. to all twenty four or twenty five. But yeah, it was a good season as well. I mean, I can't really bash it. I mean. I've been watching it for six seasons now after this, so I'll continue to watch as long as it's airing. Me too. You boys ready to talk some Blue Lock then? Yep. Let's do it. Nice. All right, so what'd you boys think of Blue Lock season one as a whole? How would you rate this as an anime, knowing knowing all of the season one? Probably. Out of one out of ten. i give it a... Uh... Probably just a flat nine. Heck, Golden. I'm giving it a ten. I mean, this is that's the show I wanted to watch every week since it started. Like that's the one I watched first every week out of this season. So God. my only knock is one show. The only reason I don't give it a ten is just because sometimes the animation is sus. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> you would get that that mild 3D animation sometimes when they went like further away, like the overfill yeah. view. When they do like the, the slow mo running, it looks goofy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like freaking ten ten <laughs> running. Whenever she tries overall, to run around Tamari in that fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're right. I can't give it a ten because of that. I give it a flat nine too. That's if just part of the. It's an anime, so animation's obviously part of the rating. Story. I don't really know about the story. Just. The only thing I really can complain about is sometimes the animation, so that's why I give it a 9. I give it a 9, too. But by far one of the most enjoyable week-to-week shows I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> like, I every Saturday, 
I mean, was just absolutely glorious because a new episode was out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like Christmas its, morning. It's like a strong suit of the show that like every episode really gives you something. It really gives you something, but also just at the end realizes you didn't have enough. <laughs> yeah, that too, but I just always felt like, shit, that was a good episode. You know, even yeah. with something like My Hero that we just talked about and a good season and everything, but there's still probably five or six episodes that were just like, I was okay. You know, yeah. after a big after a big fight or this or that, you know, just like the settle down episode, like those don't really exist in Blue Lock. Like there's not the after the big match, they have, a you know, some some respite to relax or whatever. If they do, it's like a couple minute scene and then they're on to the next thing. Well, you know, what was awesome about this show is that they didn't have like training arcs because all of the learning takes place in the matches like they're learning as they fight. <laughs> Yeah, the best There's one no, like the best one we got was literally like an episode where they went against the the Lockman or whatever the goalie. Yeah, <laughs> for the first time, that guy's basically not even there at this point in the show. He ain't blocked. No, he ain't, he ain't blocked a goal in the last like ten episodes, probably. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't block shit now. Yeah, I feel bad for half that team that didn't even make it. But I, I can't so believe it, fucking Kunigami didn't make yeah. it. No, that's what I I had to Google what happened to him, so I spoiled it for myself because I won't tell you guys. But I was like, "There's no fucking way." But golly, yeah. I mean, I okay. was I was really hoping was like, he would. I was really hoping he'd make it, but then after they did it and that little ending of the episode where it was like, "I'll step over your corpse if I have to," and it showed him like walking out. I was like, damn, yeah. that was a fucking that was a fucking great choice to like get rid of like yeah. a good a good character because they can't all make it. They don't all have what it takes. And, you know, he was just it's just weird to think about because he played such a big role. And at one point, um, in the he early was the first part goal of the season, of the whole show, yeah, he was like portrayed to be like their best player. Like he had that range. Like if I get within inside of this range, I can score. And he looked like Ichigo. He's just one of the stronger players. So it was just weird. He to was see, in like, the opening. He's the only person yeah. in the opening that didn't make the cut. Opening one, he was big time, so they like they kind of duped us there, much like JJK season one opening, <laughs> where they <laughs> yeah. duped us. Yeah. Oh, God. With Junpei. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah. But yeah, that was crazy. It's basically the equivalent to a character death in season one for Blue Lock. Yeah, for real. I was like, shit. I know, I couldn't fucking believe it. And fucking Rayo. They picked Rayo's ass over Kunigami, the left-footed lead foot. Well, even that guy uh, says, I'm the one who got rid of that brawny bastard. Yeah, I, I already just... know that we're supposed to hate that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be good, though, obviously. Yeah. I just wonder how many of these people that made it through are going to be good, like, because they're not top three, you know? Like, they're not the top three. So, like, they've already, they've already as a show, established as Reen, the guy that, is absurdly strong that bested Barrow and the glam guy. Those are the three. Like they, those three are fucking amazing. Yeah, but I already. <laughs> but I think Isagi played the pros. Asagi's again. I think he's kind of ahead of those two. I don't know. I feel like they're starting to shift it to that for some yeah, reason. I think. I think after maybe not. They didn't show us now, but in season two, they're going to get all re ranked again, like they did when they started selection two. Yeah. So what I'm thinking Whatever. is. Did he call them the the Blue Lock Eleven? It said XI, right? Did you see that? Yes, Whenever he did. they were going to play the under twenty, 
So out of yep. the 35, is he only taking 11? So is there going to be a battle for those 11 spots is what I'm thinking. Definitely. Because yeah. yeah, 35, like, shit. Maybe take 15. I don't know how many. Yeah, I don't know how many is on the under-20 team that they're going to face. Like, what's the standard on a soccer team? You know, yeah, they but got spares, I, but... Yeah, you can only play... How many are on the field? 10 or 11? 11. At time? I think 11 it's 11. At time. They'll have spares, too, though, so I don't know. Yeah, so that's why I said maybe take 15. Book. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Another thing that I thought was cool is just <laughs> how it's like... Just because soccer's such a big sport, you know? And uh, every country plays it like all the, uh, but then English is like kind of the language that everybody, like I watch a lot of <laughs> Formula One, you know, so a lot of the guys aren't English, but they all end up, you know, speaking English for interviews and things like that. So I liked how like even Ren, he's, he's like a Japanese guy talking with it, you know, in English, in English, like all the characters, like kind of have their own accent. It was a, it was a nice touch. It was I did cool. like, yeah, I did like that voice acting, how they all have like French, Canadian. Or, uh, but they were all Japanese imitating those languages, right? That's what was, what that, was cool about it. What was that one? Loki's the Loki guy's first name, <laughs> <laughs> the, the prodigy, <laughs> the France kid, the France yeah, kid, yeah, no, the kid. kid prodigy. Yeah, he's the same age kid as them. Pro- he's what fast. He say? He's like, You're pretty fast, cowboy. He said, Are you sure you're safe at this distance? And yeah. then he breezes past everybody. Yeah, the show the show really locked me in as like it's shock like everything is shocking. That's why when Kunigami didn't walk in at the end of the season, I was like, No fucking way they're doing this. There's no fucking way. Like he they built him up so much, he's the good guy. He That's- wants to be the role model for kids. And he's going home and I was like, They're not even gonna fucking show him again. So when they showed him crying at the exit I was like that. That was good enough closure for me, is to show his anguish. Yeah. And he like, kind of what Rio said kind of made sense too. Like he just he didn't have what it takes. Like he didn't have the ego. He never really did to yeah. like push himself where all these other people, you know, like Isagi and Baro were devouring each other, and even Bachira. Like everybody was like going beyond their limits. Like he was always just strong. He was always just all around or he could kick from far. Like. And I think if you think back on the season, he never like, he never had a moment where he expanded. Even Shigiri, you know, he had to like break through his knee thing from there. So, yeah, I say the same for Rayo. We haven't seen him expand, but we know in his mind at least he has because of what Isagi said to him. So he kind of had at least a mental breakthrough. So kind of, mm-hmm. I guess you could say the mangaka left some breadcrumbs that maybe Kunigami wasn't yeah. cut. But I didn't. He definitely did. I definitely didn't think. I never even considered as we were watching that he wouldn't. I thought that team. I thought they would just team up and, yeah. I never considered that he wouldn't make it to the next stage. Yeah. Me neither. And like the tall dude that can jump would like the one with the gray hair that was on their team. Like shit, dude. Like I know that (laughs) guy ain't better. (laughs) I was like, I was not expecting him to make it. It's like shit, he made it. What about their goalie? Did I mean, their goalie not make it? The guy who the guy no, who played, he didn't make no, it. Who played keeper the whole way? <laughs> that, that guy had no chance. They so never gave him a fair shake. No. This yeah, this season, if you think about it, like there was so much shit that happened. Like it was a, they packed a ton into this season. 
Fucking with uh, all the games and so much character development too. Freaking Bakugo made it too. Yeah, Raichi. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, Gegamaru. <laughs> That's why it's shocking that that Kunigami didn't. Yeah, I guess. So, I guess he got. He, it's also he was fucked whenever things. he lost Chiguri. <laughs> yeah, and you just got to think like I don't think that it necessarily means that those players are better. You know, they just maybe took the smarter matchup. I'm sure Kunigami and Rio were just like got provoked by that guy and you know played him. Shit, I would have been if I was down to two, I would have found the weakest people I could find and try to take them down, just to make him. Yeah, but then you get weak people on your team is the downside of that. But you live to fight another day. <laughs> yeah. Really, you just got to be the best player on your team without without a question. Yes. That's how. That way, even if you lose, you get picked up to a better team. Yeah, which would be tough. A tough position to be in because then it's just like. If you know, if you know, if you're down like three one or something, you may just try to show out. Be like, fuck the team. Like, I gotta show these dudes I can play. Yeah, it was fucking cool. Whenever Chiguri, Bauro, and Nagi walked through, they're like, "What? You thought we weren't gonna make it?" Yeah. <laughs> that, like, they're still. Even though he's on Rin's team, and I don't even know the other two guys' names, like the long haired dude and the strong guy that's always worried. Like, I don't really care about them too. Like. They don't have what it takes to be the best striker. They're for sure going home. Yeah, but like been... Nagi, Bauro, and Chiguri, they better fucking go the distance or I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, the other two I dudes are just kind of... Uh, I'll probably just wait. Yeah, but, I mean, I'll yeah. wait. I'm glad since they confirmed season two, I will wait. But if they didn't, I was more than likely going to try to probably read it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's hard to not read it. I wanted to too, but it's just such an enjoyable anime to watch. I don't want to spoil it for myself. Yeah. yeah. Who would you guys, who is y'all's favorite character in the show? Nagi, for sure. I was going to say Nagi too. I'm kind of excited just... about his little spinoff movie. I or just Baro. liked Isagi. Uh, I thought Isagi was, he developed a lot for a main character, just the classic, you know, nobody, basically. Yeah, he did, I mean. He, he may have been a little, in. at times he may have been a little too good, but I, I don't know, it's hard to tell. Maybe he just always had that untapped potential. Yeah. That little heel kick that he scored on Ren was yeah. pretty sweet. They're all yeah. good, even <laughs> Backwards the, big, the big three, the glam guy and the worried guy, I think. I like them as characters because I think they're more so there for like kind of like a comic relief. They're like quirked characters, you know. They're placeholders. For, yeah, but they're like they, their they personalities. Come up with three. Yeah, they their are. Their personalities like add to the show and to the team. Like their comments while they're playing the game kind of uh, add to it. So I think it was good to have them on like the final team so they could like be there to make their little remarks and shit. Because yeah. they were the glam add guys. Me to, add me to your triangle. Let's make a square. And then the other guy's like, no, add me too. Let's make a pentagon. <laughs> Did you see the uh, one of the blue lock additional times where it was like the glam guy? I, I forgot what he was doing, but it was pretty funny. I watch every single one of the additional yeah, times. Yeah, I watched them all. It was the one with the glam guy. He was doing something. I can't remember now. It was a couple weeks ago, but that's whenever I decided. I was like, yeah, I kind of like this guy. I don't remember what, what it was, but I, yeah. I watch every one, so I definitely saw it. Yeah, me too. I got I got the song the the opening song judgment on that anime podcast. And on a judgment, judgment, or the judgment, that, judgment. that anime playlist. 
But you know what song isn't on Spotify is the that ending song "Numbness Like a Ginger." <laughs> it's not numbness on Spotify. like a ginger. Numbness <laughs> like a ginger. <laughs> that song fucking hits, and I can't listen to it. It's not on. Never Spotify. looked for it. it, and it's it's by Unison Square Garden, but they don't have it on Spotify. It's probably not released yet, because that's how what White Noise was for a while with Tokyo. I wonder Adventures. what that means. What is numbness? And you know, like Jordan, Tokyo's Revengers like ain't ain't done. It's still going. Oh really? I I think there's one more episode where you didn't watch yet. Good, good. Yeah, I haven't checked this week, but there was still one more. I don't think you watched it yet. Yeah. Anything else about Blue Lock that we're not mentioning? Okay, so let's go ahead and take guesses. So, at the beginning of this show, they said five people would make it to be on the chance to be one of the world's best strikers, right? Was it five or three, Brennan? I don't know. I just I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about the Blue Lock eleven. So I'm just my head just went to okay. Only eleven of these guys are gonna play against the under. Well, they're gonna become the under twenty team if they win. But I don't know. I think I think eleven. I think I, I, like I think like eleven's a good number too. But three is probably more realistic, just because you never know. Somebody could get better. Yeah. I don't know how it's gonna go. Yeah, who is that? We already know. We can already say one spot's gonna go, just because you know plot, Asagi. Well, Rin too. Well, Rin, Rin he's his brother sure. making it. And Rin, I think, if I think it's gonna be more than three or five, to be honest. As I, I'm pretty sure Baru, Baru. It'll be a while Baru's too be before it, if they do cut it down to five, it'll be a while. Like, yeah. I could more so take a, a crack at who the eleven are. Like, you know, probably the main five: Isagi, you know, uh, Baru, the guy that got Kunigami out, Rayo, and then a couple randos. But I think you can kind of place the eleven that'll be playing in the game. I don't know. I feel like this eleven, this team of eleven is gonna gonna shock us because if they just if they just kept the eleven for the game. Well, are you saying that the, if you don't make the eleven, you're eliminated, or you think that they're gonna take eleven well, shit, and beat if, the game, and then they'll continue with the thirty-five that made it to third? No, nah, I mean shit. If you ain't good enough to make the eleven, I think they might as well be cut right then. You know, but maybe they could bring them back into the blue lot because. All they have to do right now is prove the blue lock's worth the money, so maybe that could be a thing, but you know, why not narrow it down now? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but there's no way that they introduced this many new characters. Like they gave us everybody's name just for them to have just for them to pick the 11 that we know. I feel like there's going to be people like Chigari's going to blow his fucking knee out. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> We're going to have there's only like six that we know, and then I said the one dude that got Kunigami out. <laughs> so that's a good that's a good amount. Like I don't know, I, it's been a good show, but I also think like shit. If we spend all these time with these characters, you might as well let a, a good portion of them stay. If anything, maybe the glam yeah. guy or the worried dude. Like if we're gonna get rid of somebody, what about get rid the, of them. What about the dumbass with the glasses that's fast as hell? Nah, he's gone. <laughs> he'll have a few moments. Like he'll challenge some people. You know he's got good he's got good acceleration, but you know long distance Chikir he's got his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. How I've old is uh is Isagi sixteen, and Rin is fifteen? I think or, that they're no, all seventeen. No, Isagi, Isagi is seventeen, Rin, and then Rin is sixteen because he's 16. a year younger. Yeah, yeah so is Nagi's Rin, younger. but 
So it's like, damn, y'all kind of like, <laughs> y'all ain't good enough to be like, Ren's not good enough to be on the under 20 team already. Yeah, that's a you little know what crazy. I mean, or is it mostly just like 18 to 20 year olds? Is that kind of like the margin? But you'd think like, if you're that talented, you know, like look at the dude, you know, Loki or whatever from France, he's 17. And that's usually how it happens with soccer. Like if you're good, like they're going to sign you when you're six years old. Yeah, but also you got to think like a, a 16, 17-year-old versus an 18, 19, 20-year-old is a there's, a... there's a disparity between abilities there. Yeah, it just depends. But if you're already a top-tier athlete, kind of like Reen is, like, I don't know. I just find it hard to believe that, like, uh, I don't know, under 20 is so close to their age, you know what I mean? That yeah. I feel like some of them with their notoriety, like... Because these aren't just some schlubs. Like, these are the best high school so- soccer players in Japan. I feel like they would have, a couple of them would have maybe been in the runnings. Yeah. Yeah, this show's freaking good. I, I like how they-, they twisted in a new thing that isn't even, doesn't have to do with blue lock training. It's just they're fighting basically for their survival to keep continuing on with this experiment. <laughs> they got to beat the U20 team, but then they get to be on the U20 team. That's kind of what I was, even from the beginning, I've kind of thought that the show's going to wind up, he's going to be like, he was like, this wasn't a training for the ultimate striker, it was training to make the ultimate Japan team, or something like that, <laughs> where it's like, they're all like, yeah. oh, we're all going to play together, and then it'll like, the last episode, they'll like, somebody will score the a penalty kick in the World Cup or something, and if that does happen, we'll have to go back to this episode and, cl- <laughs> and clip this shit. <laughs> I already know how the show ends. It ends with Isagi going toward the goal and he can take the shot, but he's got guys in front of him or he can pass it to somebody wide open. Maybe it's Bachida or Baudo or Nagi and he's got to take the shot and then he's going to take the shot and he's going to fucking miss and lose. (laughs) (laughs) When he could have passed. (laughs) I mean, I think I could see it reflecting the first episode for sure and him actually passing and they actually make it maybe. I don't know. Yeah. He's got the mind yeah, of a striker. Num- Japan's number one striker. <laughs> striker. <laughs> All right, well, you guys got anything else? It's been a long episode. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, see you next week. Well, I'm Jordo. Brennan. Holton. We are the Evans Bros, also known as the Casual Anime Fanatics. Again, thank you for listening. Have a great week. And as always, peace out.